the Instagram of Elmo. Today is the first day of spring and Elmo is so excited. Elmo feels like a spring chicken. Ha ha ha. No, the ha 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 honestly is sinister, Sarah. Something is unhinged about (laughs) Elmo when he does the ha ha ha. I see Elmo's tweets more than any other person that tweets on the platform. He says his little tweet is always something really cute. But then at the end, he goes ha space ha space ha. There's something wrong with that. It should just be a ha 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 or a lol. I know it's supposed to be like, yeah, yeah, but no, this is his Joker origin story. Like something's about to transpire with Elmo when he laughs that way. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome Welcome to to Los Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. That's cute. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We got some some drama to talk about. Oh my God, I was literally going to say the same thing. <laughs> we know our Glam Gelinos love when we spill the tea, but this is actually kind of upsetting. It's personal at this point, right? It's extremely personal. So let's talk about it. I got a text message from our friend Brittany Boyce earlier last week. Nail artist. Our nail artist. And it was screenshots of what looked like the Sarah Tan design that she created for her amazing press on nails. And upon closer inspection... I realized that they were screenshots from Dashing Diva's Instagram, and it was basically the same exact design, and they were calling it the Picasso palette or something, referencing like an artist being artsy. And basically, (laughs) they totally ripped off Britney's design and posted about it, didn't even give any sort of reference, and as we speak, our selling these designs as their own. And it is very, very upsetting. So let me tell y'all how to not run your Instagram. Okay. (laughs) I commented as one does. Kirby was the first one to comment. Interesting. These look like a collaboration between Nails of LA and at Sarah Tan. Like hopefully, you know, is this a, I'm asking questions. I know the answers to. No, 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 no. Yeah. Fam. Okay. They responded, well, because Gloria Yang, who is Britney's and Nails of LA's PR, said, yes, interesting, we need answers. And then they comment and they're like, no collaboration here, babes, or something to that effect. I'm like, yeah, uh, no shit, Sherlock. Like, no no harm to this social media manager, but like... Yeah, maybe like look into it to see what we're referencing before you start going off, because then this social media manager started liking all of Sarah's photos of her nail collab with Nails of L.A. Literally, they they liked the 
announcement post that I posted of the design and the collaboration with Brittany, they went back and liked like the original design because someone had Instagrammed it. I think it was Jenna Ushkowitz actually posted about it on her Instagram. So this social media manager is just liking away all the posts, all the old posts, basically being like, yes, confirmed. I see the similarities, but there is nothing I'm going to do about it. Lawyering 101, do not admit any information whatsoever. <laughs> do not. Like if Sarah and Brittany were going to sue Dashing Diva, which they are smart. They're not about to do that. Okay. They're just, it's not, it's not worth it's it not financially. Worth it. Yeah. But if they were petty and had the means to, I would be going to town. I'd be freaking oh. going to town. I would have the time. I would have the time. <laughs> if anyone wants to donate on our legal funds behalf to have the time, by all means. But like, you do not admit fault. I was screenshotting. Yeah, I'd be like, they were fully aware that this existed. Like, even after the fact, you know what I mean? Like, totally. And then a flood of comments from so many incredible supporters. Some of our Glamdolino listeners were so kind to post. There must have been like 20, 30 comments on the, the Dashing Diva reel of people being like, hey, this is exactly copied from Brittany and Sarah's design. Like, please give credit where credit is due. Not just that. Well, obviously one that is super effed up, but two, like this collaboration, the proceeds, part of the proceeds were going to support Teach AAPI, which is a nonprofit organization mm -hmm. supporting the younger Asian American community. So you, Dashing Diva, are literally taking money away from this nonprofit organization. To the people probably thinking in their heads, how can you claim ownership of a nail art look? I get it. I get it. I have talked to nail artists who are upset when their original quote unquote design is taken and then another nail artist does it and it blows up. Right. I understand that. I do think that that is kind of iffy territory. It's so hard. It's so hard to trace back you know, to who designed what I get it. And also like sometimes it's like, okay, sure. Maybe you were the first to create like tortoiseshell half moon nails, but guess what? You didn't create tortoiseshell. That's literally from mother earth. Exactly. I'm not really seeing the defense there for me personally. It's like nails of LA is a small beauty business. Yes. Literally everybody associates this particular design with you and Nails of LA. Like this wasn't a design where you were like, oh, I like Picasso. Let's create a Picasso look. Like you were influenced by something you saw, right? Right? Yeah. It was just like a picture and Brittany and I, well, no, Brittany looked at, you know, the design and was like, how about we do this? Like she created this look all on her own, you know, Yes. as many a nail artist does or like a, a, any artist, period. And so this is very much an original design. But like Kirby is saying, like if it were like a red French manicure or like, you know, a multicolored, like, you know, vertical lines on the nails, like something very basic. And then you see some other artists recreate that. That's a little bit more difficult, right? But this yep. is like such a specific design yes. <laughs> that it is so obvious that this larger company stole from this small business owner. And Dashing Diva is sold at Target, at Ulta. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a larger company that definitely has the means. I mean, at the very least, they should have reached out. reached out 
and said, hey, like, can we figure out a way to work on this together? But then again, time and time again, like we have seen this happen. We've seen it happen time and time and time again. The same thing (laughs) happened with burst in stock skincare. Totally. Yes. And this actually reminds me of happened years ago when Unistella, who like was, you know, Uh. kind of put like nail art sort of on the map. She, you know, was really famous for her glass nails and it, it looked like, you know, the holographic design on the nails and a big brand, a big, big nail brand reached out to her first and they said that they wanted to work together with her and she reached uh, she replied said that she wanted to or wanted to learn more never heard back and then months later saw that this brand created stickers that looked exactly like her design she couldn't do anything about it and like Kirby said we don't have the time or money to sue Dashing Diva but I think that they, in their defense, they would argue that they changed the design enough. So if you change a design by 20%, then you don't have a case for, for copyright. It just sucks. It sucks because like everyone knows what they did. And then in addition to that, like there are brands like Dashing Diva that actually give credit to the artist. So for example, Manny Me does an incredible job with working with nail artists. They have actual collaborations. They name the collaborations after the artists. You know, Mm -hmm. they're giving back to this community that is actually helping their products because the only reason that Dashing Diva is doing so well with their nail art is because nail art is popular because of these artists Artists. like Britney. And another thing that really bugged me is that if you go to Dashing Diva's website, they have like a collaboration collection with Disney. So it's like, oh, you can pay Disney the licensing. Yeah, you can license from Disney, like the biggest corporation in the world, but you can't. But you can't reach out to Britney for this one, you know, design that she created. It's just so annoying. It's actually like so effed up. Anyways, we will never be covering Dashing Diva on this podcast again. I mean, they really effed up. They really effed up. How are you going to do this not only to like Britney, but to like the beauty director of Refinery29. Good luck with coverage, babes. Good luck with that. Have fun with that. We have worked with them. They were an advertiser. Girl, sorry. I know. It's just, it's so frustrating. What could they do to fix it? Yes. Okay. That's what I was going to say. I think for Brittany and myself, the biggest thing is the nonprofit part of this. So if they wanted to make a donation to teach AAPI, I think we would feel a little bit better about it. They won't do it. And maybe an apology. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. They won't because they don't want to admit fault. They don't want to admit fault. Yep. So I appreciate everyone who reached out, left a comment and who continue to support Nails of LA and purchasing her press-ons because they are really, really incredible. So thank you. You can buy Nails of LA. We have them on our shop ourselves. We're going to put a link in our show notes. So go click that. Find it on our website and support Nails of LA and Manny Me. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go. Way to go, Manny Me. All right, Sarah Tan. Let's talk about what's on your pity pits. What's on those armpits, girl? All right. You're going to have to sell me on this one, I'm telling you. I know. I know. I know. I do. Okay. So I was using, I'm not going to name the name or the name of the brand because I feel bad. They are, you know, a staple. I will say this. It's not Dove. Okay. (laughs) They are a staple, you know, household name deodorant brand. And I was using just a very like what their standard deodorant for a while. And I noticed 
that I just felt like I was super smelly, like the deodorant was not working. And I was like, I don't know what's at all. This has never happened to me before. And I was like, am I going through something like hormonally? Like, why is my body rejecting this deodorant? And then like I started to notice that when I would try to like wash it off of my pits in the shower, nothing would work. I would use a body wash. I would use like body scrub. I would use like a loofah and like it just even after the shower, like after a long, hot shower, like I still smelled like the BO and I could feel the deodorant and like build up. But what was happening was the waxiness from the deodorant was like building up in my pits. <gasps> and it was just like so waxy that the body wash was just slipping off of it. Oh, shit. And nothing okay. would come off. So, I, you know, as one does, Googled it. And this has happened to people, of course. And, you know, you could easily make your own detoxifying underarm mask with baking soda. Yes, of course. But I remembered that Megababe had sent me this Happy Pits detoxifying underarm mask. And it specifically was made actually to help if you wanted to transition uh, to natural deodorant. Okay. And I kept it because I was like, maybe one day I'll do that. I didn't know that I was going to be using it for a different reason. So it is a cute little like applicator. You know, you twist off the cap and you squeeze a little bit out of the bottle and then you rub it underneath your armpits. It's a charcoal mask, similar to like a charcoal mask you would use on your face. But because your underarm skin is a little bit more sensitive, I think, you know, it's not as intense as like the charcoal detoxifying face masks that you may have. So you put it under your armpits. I actually did it while I was bathing Zoe and she was looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, Because I like, because you need to let it sit for like five to 10 minutes. And so I was giving her a bath and then she got out and then I hopped in the shower. (laughs) Yeah, I know. This is multitasking. And literally like the waxiness was gone. The BO smell was gone. It was the only thing that worked. I know that the baking soda, you know, concoction probably would have worked too, but like, I don't have time to like. It's aggressive, but the baking soda thing is like very aggressive. Very aggressive. But, and I also just like, I don't have time to like mix that up in the kitchen and bring it to the bathroom with me. Like this is like, I keep it in my shower now. You use it one to two times a week. So I've been using it like once a week. So it's got the charcoal, it's got glycolic acid and willow bark. So it like gently exfoliates. It's not aggressive. It does not sting. There is a warning that says like it may sting, you know, when you apply your deodorant after. But if you let it dry long enough, like I think you'll be fine and and just make sure that you don't use too much of it. There's also tea tree oil in it helps, you know, with some of the redness um, and swelling. But this is like now part of my like shower routine, like once a week, apply it onto my pits. And I will say I switched deodorants and I also was reading that apparently, and this is something I would love to speak to one of our next dermatologist uh, guests that we have on, but your body can, like with anything, can build like an immunity to deodorant. And so technically you should be switching out your deodorants like every six months. Mm. I know. Unless of course it's working for you. If it's working for you, it's fine. But if you suspect that your deodorant is not working for you, that could be it. Like I used it growing up and it was fine. And I think maybe... It was just the waxiness and I was maybe applying too much of it. But now I'm using like a clear roll-on deodorant and 
I was reading, I was like deep in like Reddit threads and there were people like, they were like, this is the reason why I, I use my boyfriend's like Old Spice because like women's deodorants can be so like heavy in the wax and the fragrance and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, what's the deal with women's deodorants versus men's? I always love Old Spice. Like I love Dove, obviously. I, I use Dove, but like I freaking, if I'm not using Dove, I'm probably using like Old Spice or something. I love Old Spice. I don't know what yeah. it is. Like, I like why the is smell. it? It always smells better. Not like powder fresh or whatever. Exactly. Oh my God. The powder fresh. It's like, no one wants to smell like that. So I was using some like facial exfoliators um, and body scrubs under my armpits, but it was like getting too much. I was finding like, it was just irritating my armpits a little uh -huh. bit too much. So this is nice because it's specifically for your armpits. Um, it's currently sold out on Ulta. I was going to say it's sold out, but I want it. You know what I really like about it? I don't have this. I actually haven't tried any Mega Babe products. Maybe yeah. I should change that. They have great like thigh chafing. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. I need that. But I'm loving the applicator. It's exactly like the Fenty hand cream applicator where you squeeze it and it has the three little slits where the stuff yes. comes out. Yes. And I'm obsessed with that applicator. I honestly feel like I enjoy using that hand cream. I mean, I love the hand cream, but I love the application of it. Yeah. So this to me, like literally just looking at it, I'm like, okay, I want to put this on my armpit. Yeah. It just makes it really easy, like foolproof. You're not scooping it out and like, Yes, you don't have to rub it with your hand. Like you literally just apply it and you're done. I walked into an Ulta recently last week. I just wanted to see their deodorant selection. They didn't have a lot, but the woman working there was like the mega babe deodorant, like their daily deodorant is like a bestseller. Like everyone loves it. And then of course they're like thigh rescue, which is the chafing stick. Everyone swears by it. It's available on megababebeauty.com. Oh, you can take a deodorant quiz while you're there. Okay. Okay, Megababe, sign me up. I really enjoy Megababe's products, but I've had the Happy Pits for so long and I'm so glad that I finally used it. It's the answer to my problems. I'm taking the quiz right now for my deodorant. <laughs> what are you using right now for your deodorant? Dove, the aerosol spray. I like go through that. And then I, when I travel, I use the little... Uh, stick. But I think I'm going to have to try to make a bib. Very excited about that. And I got to go back to my dove. Trusty dove. I'm sorry that you experienced it's that. Okay. I just finished the quiz. It says meet your underarm routine. It is the smoothie Dio. It's a fruit enzyme daily deodorant with bilberry, lemon and orange. And then I can also use the daily deodorant. Okay. But that one does not have aluminum I know. Or parabens. I hate the whole, uh, come on, man. It's a natural deodorant journey. Oh, wow. They give you so many recommendations. Then you do the detoxifying charcoal underarm bar for $8. You use that daily. Then you go in with Happy Pits weekly. Wow. Happy Pits. Okay. Mega babe. Like they're going hard on the underarms. I mean, we really should be treating our underarms with a little bit more care. I agree. Because honestly, like... I don't want to be old with saggy armpits. I know. I really need to like figure out this area where they often call it the vagina <laughs> arm. The, but I really want to figure that out. I get my underarms lasered. I still need to do that. I will go with you. It will be a joy. It would be a privilege and an honor to get your underarms lasered for the first time. I cannot wait. 
Okay, it's news time. We have some, we have some good news. Holla frickin' Lou. Yeah, we have yeah. A, a yikes news and two good pieces of news. Sarah. That's a good balance. Let's kick things off yes. with some positive news. Okay, so it's kind of crazy that it took this long, but hey, we're celebrating it. So the House passes, finally, the Crown Act, which was a bill banning discrimination on race-based hairdos. So the Crown Act, which stands for Creating a Respectful and Open World for Natural Hair Act, passed along party lines with a vote of 235 to 189. Okay, first of all, who is voting against this act? Yeah, who's the 189? I I need to know. I need to know. Tell me, baby girl, because I need (laughs) to know. I need to know. We could find out. We could. Yeah, we could. Yeah. We could. And we will be sending all of them (laughs) a very strongly worded email. They are on our shit list. <laughs> we'll be sending them the deodorant that didn't work. Yeah. They're on our shit list with Dashing Diva. <laughs> it is so crazy to me that an act had to be passed. No, I was literally going to say the same thing. How in the world are we as humanity at a point where we had to get a, I know how, I know how. It's systemic Racism. Yep. Systemic racism. It is just unbelievable to me. Like, because you would think the year of our Lord, 2022, like we are, you know, future forward and like inclusive and, you know, betterment for everyone. But I mean, like there's reasons why we're still fighting the good fight. This happens to be one of them. It took too long for this to get passed, but also like it finally happened. And now I just can't believe like... Of course, I can't believe it. I'm like a white chick. I've never been like judged based on my hair, except for like maybe my hair extensions looking crappy. Okay. But like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like the fact that you could like not get a job because you had like Bantu knots or Afro. You know what I mean? Like this is insane. This is completely insane. So I was having lunch with Amanda Mitchell, who is the senior beauty writer on Refinery's team. She was visiting from New York. And we were both talking about how much we love and appreciate Sesame Street and <laughs> because I'm watching a lot of it now. And truly, it is like my favorite kids show to watch because it has always been so woke and inclusive and celebrating yes. like diversity. But if you go to their Instagram, they had like, let me show you, Kirby, because it was so cute. I was like, why is Sesame Street the one that is leading the charge with educating people about Zulu knots? Oh! <gasps> Or cornrows. Oh my God. They have these cute infographics exploring traditional hairstyles in honor of Black History Month. This is legit the cutest shit I've ever seen. Learn about box braids. Oh yeah, learn about box braids. Sesame Street is more progressive than some of the like other beauty populations that exist on the internet. Do you know what I mean? No, totally. But can we also address the fact that Sesame Street's Twitter account, like all of the monsters and like all the yeah. the like members of Sesame Street, like are so freaking funny. Like Big Bird. I love being tall. Even though I can't fly, it always feels like I'm in the clouds with the balloons. So, you know what? Yes. And then Elmo. Elmo oh just my God. Elmo. completely unhinged. La 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 la. La 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 la. Elmo's tweet. I'm like, what are you doing? Elmo loves you. Lewis. Oh, yeah, because Lewis passed away. Um, oh, yeah, that was sad. Um, first of all, Kirby, it's la la la. 
La 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 la. It's his song. It's Elmo's oh, song. Oh, oh, wow. I don't have a <laughs> two-year-old, so I how in the yeah. hell am I supposed to know? Okay, thank you for correcting me on that. Oh, this was the one I was going to say about Big Bird. I don't always eat birdseed milkshakes, you know. This morning, I had birdseed cereal. It's called Shredded Tweet. Waka waka. Listen, we need a comedy tour. I know, I know. <laughs> and then- We need a comedy tour. The Instagram of Elmo. Today is the first day of spring and Elmo is so excited. Elmo feels like a spring chicken. Ha, ha, ha. No, no, oh my God. No, the ha, ha, ha honestly is sinister, yeah, Sarah. Yeah. Something is unhinged about <laughs> Elmo when he does the ha, ha, ha. I see Elmo's tweets more than any other person that tweets on the platform. And literally he says something. He's three years old, by the way. He yeah, has been for like the past 20 yeah. something years. He's three years old. He says his little tweet is always something really cute. But then at the end, he goes, ha, space, ha, space, ha. There's something wrong with that. It should just be a ha, 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 or a lol. It shouldn't be a ha. I know it's supposed to be in like his cadence. Like, yeah, yeah, but no. <laughs> but like, I'm like, this is his Joker origin story. Like something's <laughs> about to transpire with Elmo when he laughs that way. No, don't do that. I know. I don't want to say that, but like. Okay, I we stand Sesame Street. We stand Sesame Street. So the White House released a statement. I'm like, why are we even talking about this? But anyways, I should continue. The president believes that no person should be denied the ability to obtain a job, succeed in school or in the workplace, secure housing or otherwise exercise their rights based on a hair texture or hairstyle. That is the end. That is it. Like, let's never have to talk about this again. Moving on. We have the Dyson Air Wrap. Okay, this was big news. This was big news. I have to pat myself on the back. My video about this on TikTok has over a million views. And yet, where is the new air app, Kirby Johnson? <laughs> why don't why don't we have it? Why don't you have it? Sue Chan. <laughs> okay, so Dyson announced on the 16th at like 7 p.m. that they are launching AirRap 2.0. It is amazing how many people on TikTok think they know what they're talking about, but they don't. Like so many people are like, what the hell? I just bought an Airwrap. Because you know, Airwrap is having its mm -hmm. time in the mm -hmm. sun on TikTok, mm -hmm. while the rest of us have been knowing. We have known. It's gone viral. You can't get it anywhere. It's sold out at like Best Buy. It's sold out at all the places. And so a lot of people were upset because they're like, I literally just bought this. What the heck? But this is why listening and, you know, learning is very important. Because the second generation of the Airwrap, it's going to have some new attachments available it's going to come in a different colorway but it's going to come in like similar colorways as the originals and all the attachments that are available for 2.0 will be compatible with the first generation yes. so if you already have one you're not going to have to worry about buying a whole new system yep. all you have to do is buy the attachments i think the most notable are that the flyaway attachment is now available for the air wrap. I don't use my supersonic mm -hmm. anymore. I gave it to Patrick. He uses it. But when this the flyaway attachment came out, I was like, damn it. Like, I know. I want this attachment. Well, now the way it's going to work is your hair dryer attachment, you know, that you would use to rough dry your hair with like a flip of a switch or like a little turn of a knob, it's going to turn into the flyaway attachment to help smooth your hair. So that I think that's probably like the most notable. No, no, no. The most notable is that we love our precious Coanda effect. And we understand that when they initially launched the Dyson Airwrap, technology takes time. Science takes time. So they had two separate barrels, one for the left side, one for the right side. Now, my friends, 
you take that little nipple on the top and you twist it and it changes the airflow. So you do not have to take the barrel off to get your hair done. Holla freaking Luyah. So it probably takes us, you know, or takes me like, you know, 10, 15 minutes to use the air app. But five minutes of that is switching out the barrel. And how many times I've accidentally almost burned my hand because it's like still really hot and I'm like trying to switch it out. Yeah, no longer. That is the game changer. Totally. For sure. That is the game changer. And they talk about the brush attachments as well. And I guess like there is some new technology there to help the flow of the air guide the hair while you're brushing it, which is something they currently don't have. It helps you brush your hair while you're drying it, but it doesn't necessarily help like smooth it or straighten it. And so that was one thing they noted. A lot of people in the comments of TikTok were upset that there's no diffuser attachment for the air wrap. I think that there are additional attachments that they really didn't go in depth about in the press release for perhaps curlier hair. So stay tuned for that. This won't be available till summer 2022. But there is a girl on YouTube that (laughs) has it. And I'm like, Dyson, I need answers. How does I've never heard of this girl. Forgive me if I am ignorant to like the popularity of this woman. I've never heard of this woman and I've never seen her content. So I was very confused as to how she happened to have the entire system before everybody else. Like the day, like Mariana Hewitt didn't even have it. And like this woman is a brand partner. So we need answers, Dyson. I, if you're listening, please send us an email. We would love to know more, but bet your bottom fricking dollar, I will be getting the new attachments. <gasps> Wait, Sarah, I thought my Dyson Airwrap died this weekend. <gasps> it was bad. I was blow drying my hair and it just kind of stopped. And then there was a, one of the lights turned red and I was like, okay, do I need to clean the filter? So, you know, I took the little cleaner. I cleaned the filter. Usually that works. No, nothing Well, then I found I forgot that the little thing popped out of the electrical socket. You know how like the little button you have to press it. Then it was fine. I was like, did my Dyson Airwrap just completely die on me? It would have been it would have been bad. That would have been devastating. Like die after the new one comes out. Yeah. No, fine. How long have we had ours? Like four or five years? Four or five years? No. When did it launch? It launched like 2017, 2018. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I forget that like the pandemic has been like two years. Do you skip over those two years now? Like you skip over 20? I forget that they existed. I keep thinking it's 2020. I do. I like, (laughs) that's why I said like two years. I know. Oh, last thing about the air app. You're probably wondering, what is this going to cost? It's the same exact price. A lot of people are thinking that the the first gen is going to go on discount. Do we know how much the attachments are? No, we don't know yet. Oh, and also I, I did ask this. People kept on being like, oh, it's 850 on this website or this website. I asked Dyson straight up, like, where could they have gotten this number? They have no idea. So whoever is selling it for $850 is lying. Dyson has no idea what you're talking about. It's going to be $599. And uh, yeah, honestly, money well freaking spent. Save your Ulta points. Oh, save your Ulta points. Save your Ulta points. That is going to be the Tickle Me Elmo of Christmas come Christmas 2022. PlayStation. The PlayStation, the Tickle Me Elmo. Does Zoe have a Tickle Me Elmo? She does, actually. She has a tiny one, but I want like the original one, you know, like the big one, and I can't seem to find it. But it was my favorite choice. I know. I'm really happy to have Elmo back in my life. Elmo. Oh, that's so fun. This is the Sesame Street episode. We freaking love it. Oh my God. Maybe we could have Elmo on 
Elmo. I've been trying to get Elmo for my Spotify show. They said Elmo was not doing press at the moment. So I'll keep you posted. Also, Miss Piggy. Did you know that Miss Piggy appeared on a podcast before? (gasps) She was on Carly Wiesel, who is an amusement park reporter. If you're a Disney adult, you probably already know this. But Carly Wiesel, she is a reporter that covers every single theme park in America. She's like the Disney girl. She had Miss Piggy on her podcast when one of their Disney Plus shows was launching. I was beside myself. It was really freaking cute. Let's speak that into existence. Miss Piggy, come and drop what's on your snout. I want to know that blush, that pink blush that she uses. Her mascara. Oh my God, her lashes, 1000%. Maybe they're eyelash extensions. I don't know. Oh God. Okay, here we go. We got a recall. Sarah, what the hell? <laughs> Bacteria? I know. If you recently purchased Jergens Ultra Healing Moisturizer, you might need to check the label. <laughs> But they are doing it voluntarily. It's a voluntary recall because apparently there is some bacteria in some of the bottles that could be a risk, especially to those who have like weakened immune systems. So we'll link to this Allure article that Marcy Robin wrote. It has like the specific numbers that you need to look out for, like the specific lot numbers on the bottle. So there is a further investigation happening to see what is going on, but they are doing a voluntary recall. And then you can email Cal USA Consumer Care Center. There's a phone number. You can also call them and then you will get a free product coupon. So this is so interesting. It says the board certified dermatologist that Marcy interviewed, it says this bacterium has been implicated in recalls of cosmetic skincare products in the past. It is a particular concern because it displays resistance to parabens typically used in creams to minimize the risk. So, you know, that's why we have preservatives like parabens to help protect, but even this particular bacteria cannot be protected against. I wonder what happened. Like, Tell me the tea. How do you even figure out this is a problem? I was going to say, did like someone complain? Did they like figure it out when they were doing like check? They checked the formula. That quality checks. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like Sarah said, there are different like lock codes that you can check out and we'll link to that in our show notes and on our website so that you can be aware. But super bummer, jerks. I was going to say, I love Jurgens. I love Jergens too. It reminds me of my grandma. (laughs) Oh, that's so sweet. I know. My grandma used to wear Jergens and like just like the smell of it reminds me of her. Like I always think of her. I know. Well, it's okay. It happens to everyone. Every brand does it. Does it? You know, does it? a recall. I feel like, I don't know. Big brands? I don't know. Maybe not. Okay, maybe, 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 maybe. Thank you everyone for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts. I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. Los Angeles was created by us, Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan. It's part of the ACAST network and licensed by Vice Media Group.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 